right, so oh, excuse me. our numbers have been going crazy with the last little bit, which is fucking awesome. We love you guys. That's amazing. Right, and you guys have started to subscribe and review, and we love reading the fucking reviews. I like, know, those are awesome. It's great. So <laughs> They're all great. Yeah, keep those coming. There was actually someone who Snapchatted our Snapchat this morning. By the way, we have a Snapchat, so you can um, snap us at Heckle and Shide. And that's our Instagram. And we have a closed group. Which, by the way, shout out to everybody who ripped my ex-boyfriend a new asshole. Yeah, that was great. Fuck that whole that thread. Guy. That was awesome. <laughs> well, and... Okay, so sorry to his girlfriend. Because she obviously is the one listening. And he, like, heard it through her, right? That's that whole thing? I think so. Well, like, the fact like, that he... I mean, I would have... Cared assume. enough still to go and, like, re- like rate and leave this whole review... This well, he emailed. Later? He emailed the account like twelve, oh, twelve uh, years ago. No, yeah, twelve yeah, either years way, like, ago. That's just ridiculous. Like, I'm I, sorry, honey. Like you deserve better than that. You do, 100. percent Like, he, um, why is he still even worried about you? Have you seen my ass? <laughs> it's a good ass. Well, honey, your, your ass is probably good too. It's, it's not you. It's him. <laughs> oh, it it is him. It yeah, is it's, it's him for sure. Him. Yeah. Um, she can't help. She has a nice ass too. Okay. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, and then someone snapchatted this morning and was like hey you guys are amazing i listen to you every day while working out on my tractor and i'm like kind of love that you're awesome right kind of love that you're on a tractor yeah (laughs) i want a tractor and a place to freaking have it i literally can't wait to fucking move i know i can't wait for that day to ever happen for me i'm like over the moon thrilled don't worry me moving won't stop the podcast we'll just be able to record in separate locations yeah um, fine. Or I'll just like move in with her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're getting such a big place. Like it's ridiculous. Perfect. Um, and then for those of you that smoke um, or like to smoke, I am going to space out on the name of this. So I'm going to go get it. One of our badass listeners sent us um, I'm so glad. a pack of herbal cigarettes. So there's... Um, no tobacco or anything like that in it. There's lavender. No nicotine, yeah. Yeah, no nicotine. There's a couple other things in it. It's 100% vegan and 100% organic. And it's, her Instagram is lavadula. Lavadula. Jesus Christ, I need to grow up. L-A-V-A-N-D-U-L-A. And you can get them online. And right now for Heckle and Shy listeners, if you type in kink coven all capitals you'll get five dollars off your first order and i'll post that on our instagram today for you guys or not today well you're today because the podcast you're hearing it today my wednesday so that's fine yeah let's put a reminder <laughs> that, in my phone that always gets me every time yeah okay now that we've gotten business out of the way <clears throat> i have to tell you guys i went and saw avengers endgame don't say a damn word and all i have to say is i am incredibly thankful and i love the way that they did it is way more than i could have hoped for but all your moms are hoes so that's the end of that well that sounds like it's gonna be pretty fucking accurate yeah fuck that i'm pissed well i already have my gel eye mask in the fridge i literally had to put my fucking eye mask in the freezer yeah and i had like aloe vera around my eyes and then i had to put the gel mask on because I, my eyes were so swollen from crying like i can't do it puffy and I can't swollen do it. it was oh my so God. bad you don't watch Game of Thrones, do you? What the fuck? Yeah. Okay, so all my GOT or tears out there. So I saw this thing Geo on tears? Game What's of that? Thrones. Oh my god. You oh my god. Judge me all you want, Shelby. I don't even fucking care. <laughs> I don't even fucking care. <laughs> Jon Snow is my shit. 
So Use John um, Snow. Look him up. I don't want to. Well, then don't complain <laughs> when you don't know who this person is because he's hot. Just kidding. Okay, so there's this thing on Facebook that says, good luck to all the Starks out there. And Oh, I did see that you posted that. Yeah, and I just, I laughed more than I should have. Like, I probably shouldn't have laughed as hard as I did. Just and then I like, that. And then I was like, but no, for real, good luck. <laughs> Please don't let us lose any of you. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want any of you to die. Yeah. yeah. And it's a major weekend for this, so. I'm, so uh, initially when my husband got the tickets for the night that he did, mm-hmm. I didn't want to go see it. Yeah. Because I kept telling him, well, I fucking have an unhealthy addiction or no, an unhealthy relationship with Thor and Iron Man. Oh, yes, of course. Who doesn't? Um, And it's not even just that. Like, I've been watching Avengers movies and these movies with them since I was like, what, 15, 16 years old? So it's like like 10 years of this shit. And I'm like, my crush for how many years? Like, we're in this together now. Right. But like, I'm oddly attached to these characters. Right. So I told him, I was like, no, because if I don't go see it, then I don't have to admit that it's really ending and I don't have to, like, it's fine. Acknowledge that it's, I'll just deal with it when I want to deal with it. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to go see it, but I will say I'm so glad that I went to see it when I went and see it. One, no spoilers. Nothing that's been going on has been able to fucking get to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. But what was really cool is it was badass being in the theater with like the hardcore fans because mm-hmm. when I like jumped out of my seat and I was like Wah! like I was screaming you the everybody else was right. too yeah so like so yeah. I'm gonna be the weirdo in the yeah. theater doing that and everybody's oh, looking at me like you should have seen me and Dominic bitch. we were like yeah like freaking out every five minutes everyone was clapping and screaming and then you could hear the whole fucking theater just spoilers? start crying mm. she's clapping and screaming what's happening I mean unfortunately not enough good stuff well, that shit. movie is going to fucking kill you i'm telling you you're putting my emotions on a fucking roller coaster it's going to like what that's what they do they're fucking assholes one minute you're like fuck yeah send it and then two seconds later you're like bring it what are you doing yeah resend it back (laughs) so bad oh god like no make sure you don't i nobody got up to go pee once like do not get up to go to the don't blink because there's so fucking much that happens in this movie you'll miss it i've never seen a movie that from start to finish is there's so much going on god so take all the pee breaks before make sure you have plenty of popcorn do all the shit Mm -hmm. make all the things it's so go 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 so should i smoke one of those lavender things before and Uh after Uh uh-huh 100 smoke some lavender before we're gonna need it for the story so oh Oh, fuck before we get into the story are we all prepared for it i gotta give you all a heads up so it's pretty brutal it's pretty rough Okay. So you got the sage ready. You got all the alcohol. Oh, the sage is over there. I got all the sage water with the Perfect. holy salt and shit in it. All right, everybody. Protect yourself. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. No, it's just really sad. It's really bad. Okay. Oh, for God's sakes, when I told you maybe you should think about doing a murder, I didn't expect you to, like, fucking send Run it. Run with it? Yeah. Not that bad. You've been preparing me for this for, like, days now. Yeah, I have. Because right, it's bad. It. So I chose this one because it's local to us. So, oh, I was going to look it up before I started, but whatever. It's Pleasant Grove, so it's like 30 minutes from us. Oh, fuck me. South, I think. Yeah. So yeah, it's really close. Pleasant Grove is like 45 minutes south. Okay, so I'm pretty sure you've heard about this. I've heard about her, but Who? our listeners probably haven't as much. Megan Huntsman? Nope. Okay, so you'll hear, you'll know when I hear, I think, when I tell a story. She, okay. Oh, fuck. Let me just start with this, okay. After being released from prison on drug charges, her husband, he served for a few years, her husband went to their home 
um, to go through their garage to get all of his stuff out of it. He was hoping to reconcile, but she had a boyfriend, and then um, you'll see why this doesn't happen. Hold on a second. I gotta get my mod. I'm not gonna make it through this no, without you're not. vaping. So again, after being released, Megan's husband went to the house um, to clean out his garage, clean out the garage with some of his family, and he, I think they have three teenage children. So, oh shit! How old were they? Um, I think I get into it later, but like 13, maybe to 11. I don't remember exactly. Okay, so like Dominic's age. Yeah. So they were cleaning out the garage, and the oldest of the daughters opened a box and discovered in a um, wrapped in plastic was the body of an infant, a little <gasps> baby. Oh my god, I have heard this story. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, do you have a different story? I don't want to do this. Oh no. oh no. Oh no, 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 no. Oh no. At least I don't have as much notes as I normally do, so it won't be as long. Mm. Let's talk about it. Okay, so Darren West instantly called the police who searched the home. and they He's got the a- ex that just got out of prison, yeah? Right, Kay. the husband, yeah. So Darren found, uh, they found six more boxes. So there's a total of seven infants. One was a stillborn. Oh my The other fuck. six she killed. What the fuck do you mean? Yeah. What do you... What? Um. Wait a minute. Like, full-term babies? Like, yeah, she carried them to term. Had them in How the How did bathroom. nobody know she was pregnant? Um, they were all fucked up on meth. Oh my fucking God. Don't do drugs, you fucking idiots. That's exactly... Mental health and oh. drugs do not go well together. And then drugs by themselves are not fucking well. I'm like, not going to handle this one well. All yeah. right. This, <clears throat> we'll get through this one pretty quick, though. I made sure of it. Oh, it depends on how quick I can get through it. So, Megan was found and arrested at her boyfriend's trailer. Oh. Perfect. So, uh, that was, like, right after... Um, I. Oh, shit, I forgot the date, but... Yeah. The term trailer right trash comes to mind, and I'm not even sorry. <laughs> there's terms that people that fit, and there's people that it don't, and that it does. Yeah. After questioning, Megan admitted to killing the infants between 1996 and 2006. So it's a 10-year span of seven babies. Yeah, Almost that's, one a year. That's when you need to sew up the fucking cunt box. Right, the or fuck like... fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, my God. This brings into so many things. No matter... Like-, like, the thing is, is no matter how high she was or how whatever she was, she was obviously aware and alert enough to kill the child and then hide, hide the it, child. Birth it, kill it, and hide it. Right. So, I have no fucking sympathy no. for this cunt. No. I don't oh either. Oh, my God. I don't either. Please tell me she's, like, dead. No, she oh, is not. Lovely. But she's in prison. Good. Fuck her. I hope she gets the shit kicked out of her a lot. Think of all the moms in there. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I fucking hope they beat the shit out of her. Yeah. Well, she's I been in there she's for in a while. But yeah. Well, actually, no, I don't hope she's in solitary. I hope she's in gen pop so everyone can fuck her up. Yes, exactly. God. So DNA results that all seven of the babies will be... Oh my God, I can't. I'm so flustered right now. Breathe. Can I even take a breath? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who saw, motherfucker? DNA results revealed that all seven new weren't newborns were full term and they were all west's or children so he was the biological father to all seven but he um so he was living with her during the decade that the babies were killed but he's not he was never considered a suspect in the deaths he had no idea what was going on oh my god because they were all high how fucking high do you have to be to not realize that someone's nine months pregnant well and it I think I, I hope I include it in the notes, but if not, there was one of the parts that talked about how she was in the bathroom giving birth and they were just in the living room. What? No. <laughs> that doesn't mean, like... Wrong. Like, what I've had, had two been kids. going on uh-uh. in the house? Like, I she don't had know. to have been so fucking well, high, high out of her was, mind yeah. that, like, it didn't. It just, like, 
didn't even phase her. Right. right. Well, normal people like us would need the different actual correct drugs, not right. meth. But, but she was all mathed out, like didn't. But phase again, her. even then, no matter how high she was, she was still alert enough to right. kill the child. It's just the pain, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. Which is what the. F- well, any pain, like emotional pain, clearly wasn't there either. Oh no, this person doesn't have a heart. No, clearly not. She's tr- like things that I read now. She seems that she might be trying to show remorse now, but I don't believe that's it. fake. I don't Fuck that. It. You can't do that, and then just like you can't do that seven, seven well, times. So like, I mean, I've never done that type of drugs. Maybe it really fucks with your brain that oh, much. Oh, it does. But I'm just saying, like, I don't understand how a person can be like, like a actual caring, decent human being, but then be on drugs and kill someone, to kill babies. Yeah, I've known. Sense. I know quite a few people that have done meth, mm-hmm. and uh, nope, they haven't killed anybody. Yeah. Right. Like, in fact, there was one of them that did meth for a very long time, and if someone were to ever harm a child, he mm. would have fucking floored them. He yeah. did it a couple times. So that is, just like, that characteristic is her. Yeah. That's her. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, like, people do stupid shit on drugs, but, like, that at her core, she was that was, fucking Well, evil. that was my point about the mental illness. There was mental illness behind this. I'm gonna go with Satan. She was, she's the devil. Mental illness. She is Satan. <laughs> she's the devil. Right. Um, so what happened is their story behind it, her story behind it, oh is that she had lost her job at the supermarket bakery and then her father had committed suicide. So it, drow- it drove her even deeper into the drugs and the alcohol. And then her marriage with West wasn't a happy one. No shit. And um, he was known to get violent with her. <laughs> not gonna say she deserved it i'm gonna try to be nice they were all messed out so they were all just fucking each other up um so it says she was able to escape the relationship when he was charged with ordering chemicals necessary to make meth she was so as we know she was heavily addicted to meth but she's also addicted to alcohol at the time so and she her reason for killing them was because she couldn't afford them oh Right. Well, you know, priorities. We have to buy the supplies to make meth as opposed to take care of the children we're creating. Which That's is fine. Literally, pretty much one of her exact words, or one of, like, the fra- paraphrase from her in one of the things Are that I read. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not kidding you. Like, yeah, that was right. Like, that's what she said. It is a good thing this cunt is in prison because let right. me tell you what. Or, <laughs> I would risk going to jail for 30 days for a domestic violence charge on this bitch. Right. Megan has three children who are living. So the teenager or the older one. Congratulations ones. to that. But you made it. Yeah. Yeah. How um, fucking awful would it be, though, to know that that's what your mom did? Yeah. How fucking... Oh, my God. I Can you even imagine finding that out? And they were all just so floored. Like, none of them even thought she was capable of something like that. Well, no, you and don't when it's you your mom. You never do. Right. Even but if they even are. Like, the na- like yeah, of course, like, neighbors never really know you. But everyone was so shocked. And then, like, deep down in her soul is who the fuck she was. Ugh. So, Megan, who is the mother of three children who are still living, was addicted to drugs at the time of the birth, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so, she couldn't afford to keep the babies and still have her meth. That's the wording in here that oh, I took right from the website. Priorities, you know. And then after she supposedly kicked her meth habit, um, she moved on to alcohol. Oh. But, like, this must have been after the all the babies had been killed? I would assume. So, depression and alcohol took... Took a hold of me the same way drugs did. That's exactly a statement from her. Then she said, I cannot give a reasonable answer as to why I was capable of such a sick and heinous crime. I held my secret for 18 years. That sounds rehearsed. I don't accept it. I was literally going to say the same thing. Like, there doesn't... I just don't feel emotion behind those words at all. A genuine mother would be hysterical. 
Yeah. A thousand percent. Like, like inconsolable. They would be beside themselves. And, I mean, quite honestly, like, I don't, I mean, I guess you don't know unless you're in that situation. Yeah, but that's what's always I, hard. If I found out that I had done something that awful to one of my children, I'm decently confident that I would kill myself. Yeah. I would not. If that was a topic, yeah, I would too. I would not be able to. Go on, no. I wouldn't be able to look at myself. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to be around my other children that were living and not, like, I would not. Just the amount of guilt would just be like. Fuck no. Oh, like it, it's impossible. Like yeah, and I don't even have kids that I can like. Mm. Not even in that situation, I feel that way. So I can't even yeah. imagine how deeply more you feel that. Fuck way. that. And all the moms out there. They're right just now. and dads, like, parents too. Any parents. Yeah. Well, all I'm thinking about is when I was handed my son or mm-hmm. handed my daughter, and they're so they're so little. Mm-hmm. Like they're so fucking little, fragile and, and do, tiny. Yeah. Like they're so tiny, and they can't do anything, and they literally need you to survive. And you're just like, okay, bye. And so helpless. Like they can't they can't protect themselves. Yeah. Yeah, when she was killing these children, like these babies, like that breaks my heart. 96 to 2006, yeah. To so 2006, I was pregnant with Dominic. Oh, yeah. Yep. Because mm-hmm, I had him in 07, so I was pregnant the year she killed her last child. She would take the newborns in her hands and press on their necks until, with her thumbs until they would die. She would swaddle them in towels or sweaters, wrap them in plastic garbage bags, and put them in gar- cardboard box. The boxes she would store away amongst the Christmas ornaments, clothes, and the toys in their garage. Her thumbs? She, okay. It goes into even more detail into some of what she uses later, so it's, it's not done. Okay. The six newborn babies each lived less than two minutes before their mother, in a loss of haze of de- de- desperation and addiction, killed them. She, rem- she even remembers using a hair tie one time, oh just to God. be sure. That's, yeah. Pleasant Grove Police Detective Dan Beckstrom testified at Megan Huntsman's sentencing hearing. When asked why, to be sure it was dead, Huntsman explained to Beckstrom, Huntsman told police that she either strangled or suffocated the other six babies immediately after they were born, between 96 and 2006, and then stored them away. Detective Dan Beckstrom of Pleasant Grove Police Department said Huntsman told police in an interviews that she had choked the four babies with her own hands and wrapped them in elastic bands around the necks of the other two. That's the more descriptive I wish I went to put in there. So West, the husband, Darren Hunt West, had claimed to have, he had no idea what was going on. He admitted to knowing that a couple of the pregnancies, but Huntsman told him that she had miscarriage. She had miscarriage. Oh, God. He said, I knew she was pregnant, but I was so messed up on drugs that I don't even, didn't even know what was going on. He said, I, 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 indeed, he found the first body after serving a nine-year prison sentence on meth. It may strain the imagination to believe a husband would be so high that he wouldn't notice his, his wife's pregnancy and birth, but it's not impossible because women have done it before. There's actually a name for women who do this. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who don't know, it's... So according to Cheryl Meyer, um, a psychology professor at Ohio's Wright State University, Huntsman was called a concealer, a woman who hides or denies her pregnancies and then seeks to dispose the baby after it's born. I fucking hate that there's even a term like there has to be in there. Yeah, like there's enough people. To that, yeah. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah. And you know what blows my fucking mind is there's people that I know and there's people like me who have the hardest fucking time getting pregnant and staying pregnant. Right. 
and we want our kids. And then bitches like this. Oh my God. Ooh. Right. Actually, I should have thought about that before I picked this. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Like that. The thing is, is like that. That has nothing to do with it. It's just it. It, it really fucking pisses me off. That, yeah, it does me too. That people are. Ugh. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. One. It's fine. This is why I do hexes. Not mm-hmm. a big deal. I wonder if she's allowed visitors. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. People, it's fine. I'll write a strongly maybe, worded letter. Right. With a curse wrapped in it. It's yeah. Fine. Intense. Oh, God. <sighs> okay. So, usually concealers are teens who oh. are afraid of finding, or their parents finding out, not grown-ass women who are capable of getting on birth control or getting their tubes tied or something. I get she was on fucking drugs, but, like, it's really that much easier to you to go through all this shit instead of just, like, getting on birth control. Go to fucking Planned Parenthood, bitch. Yeah. Like, what the hell? I don't know. I don't know. It's the meth. It's the fucking drugs. It's, yeah. Oh my God. Don't even do them. Don't even try. Don't even start. Just don't. Okay. So in 1969, Philip Resnick, a um, psychiatry, psychiatry professor at Case Western Reserve University, termed this kind of killing of multiple babies as neonaticide. I think I'm saying it right. Okay. Meaning the killing of a child and it's, oh, it's not multiple babies. Sorry. Killing of a child in its first 24 hours of life. Oh. He confirms that multiple neonaticides are very rare, especially among married women. Obviously. Oh, fuck me. Joyce Huntsman, so that's Megan's mom, describes her daughter as a tiny, quiet little girl who always kept to herself when she was younger, never wanting to ask for help, and rarely sharing personal details of her life with anyone. Joyce told McCade um, he grew, she grew even more sensitive after she got pregnant in high school and moved out at the age 18 to marry Darren West. So it was an unusual move, but prosecutors called uh, Detective Beckstrom to testify during the hearing because they said they wanted the full story that had never really come out. Beckstrom stated that we did want to make sure that the judge understood everything that we had dealt with to give him a better synopsis of everything that was happening so he could understand all of it and what Megan chose to do before he made his decisions. Okay. But McCade, I, I think I... Yeah, Judge Daryl McCade. So that's the judge. When I say McCade, that's the judge. McCade does believe that Huntsman may be released from prison one day. Huh? Yeah. But um, originally the charges were all supposed to run concurrently. So she got... Uh, I, apparently I missed this. I thought I had this in there. Um, six... Char- oh, fuck. I thought I had this in there. So I don't know what I did with my notes. But I had her actual charges in here. But they were supposed to run concurrently, um, so she would have gotten out earlier, but the judge ruled that half of those were going to run consecutively. Okay. So she does have some charges running concurrently, but then she'll have to be in there longer because then she has to serve her other sentence after that. What's her potential? Like, is she um, eligible for parole at all? So I do get to that point. Yep, that's the next thing. So... She was held on $6 million bail on April 14, 2014. Oh, fuck me. Um, she pleaded guilty on February 12, 2015. Sentenced to six, there we go, six terms of five years to life. Five years to life in prison. Good. Okay, so she was sentenced to six terms of five years to life in prison on April 20, 2015. And 
Megan, will, who was 40 years old at the time, will serve 49 years in prison before her first parole hearing in 2064 when she'll be 89 years old. Oh, good. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. So she'll be old and brittle. We'll take care of her then. <laughs> you heard it here first. If she vanishes, I'm not fucking sorry. <laughs> okay. So this, uh, this is the end. This is the last thing I was just going to say is... So, oh, it's just horrible. So Megan killed her newborn children for the most cruelest of reasons just simply that she didn't want another mouth to feed mm. and she wanted that money to support her drug habit and what the worst part not even the worst part but one of the worst part about it is utah is a safe haven state so a parent can surrender a child to the state into custody to the state without any questions asked mm-hmm. so she could have just taken the baby outside and taken it to the fucking when did that fire law, station when did that law start though i don't think it was oh, back it I don't know if it was... It probably wasn't back in 96. Right. But it might have been closer right. to 2016 ones. You mean 2006? Six. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, I'm fairly confident that it kicked in. I'm actually going to look it up real quick because I'm curious as to how many children potentially could have left, been left alive and given over to the safe haven law. Mm-hmm. Well, if it was during this time, like, I don't understand. Like, just... You... I don't know. It's just that much easier to kill it than just take it to a police station or to the mm-hmm. fire station. It looks like it started in 99 mm. is when it started to fall into place. It was right around 99. Texas was one of the ones that was at the forefront of that. It looks like you have up to a year to surrender the child Jesus. with no backlash. And it's not, you can surrender at a hospital. You can surrender at a fire station. 2001, it was enacted in Utah. Okay, so 2001. Mm-hmm. So there was five years mm-hmm. of children that could have been surrendered. Mm-hmm. Fuck me, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, either way, just for anyone out there who's going through something and doesn't feel like they can take care of their child, please just fucking surrender the child. Please just surrender ahead. the child. Take the child to, and this is pretty much active anywhere now. Like, all over America. Yeah, at this point. Take the child to a hospital. Take the child to um, a fire station. Take the child to a police station. I don't care where you take the child. Just take it anywhere. And they they won't even ask your name. You just literally hand over the child and you leave. Um, If you know anyone who might be going through some shit like that, let them know that, like, it's fine. Go fucking go with them if you have to. Right. But, Jesus Christ, dude. Out of fear of being judged, they probably don't say anything to anyone. So just pay attention to the signs and stuff of your friends and your family and the people around you. And just make sure Believe if you it or see not, that you can help, help. Well, believe it or not, I'm actually not a really judgy person. Yeah. Unless you've earned my judgment, which right. like this, like, yeah, fuck you. Like, right. fuck you all the way off. I mean, I don't think I would have been thrilled with the idea of you surrendering that many kids. Like at that point, like there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's something wrong. Um, but either way, like those children did not need to, oh my God, I just can't, I cannot even wrap my fucking head around. Well, my thing is like, if they were in the place where they're just like, I can't have this baby, I need to surrender it. Like, I may not understand, but I would be like, I'm like, I'm not judging you because you, you know, you can't take care of this baby. You're not going to put this baby through hell. You're Mm -hmm. trying to give it a better life. Well, you're not going to just fucking kill it just because you want your life to be the same. No, I've had people reach out to me to talk to me about adoption and abortion Mm -hmm. and all different kinds of things. And overall, like 
if you want to talk to me about it, talk to me about it. If you don't think you can handle having a kid, then let's fucking talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want the child to suffer because you are not ready mm-hmm. or not capable or for whatever or reason. fear of being judged, so then you're just, like, sitting in quiet. Like Right. Like, I will not judge you for handling your shit. Right. What I will judge you for is not handling your shit. Exactly. And not handling your shit is how fucking shit like this happens. Exactly. Um, well, like, the root of all of this is clearly mental health. 100%. She was clearly... I feel like it would have been her parents' responsibility to notice things over the years mm-hmm. and realize that, you know, maybe they should have intervened with her wanting to get married so young right. or... Whatever the situation was, she clearly had stuff going on before she started the drug use. Exactly. And the it second just amplified the drug use, it. Yeah. The second the drug use hit, all fucking bets were off at yeah, that point. Yeah, exactly. Mental health is obviously crazy fucking important and still insanely, like... Ignored? Yeah. And it's still this, like, weird subject for people to talk about. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, like, taboo for some people. Yeah. And I don't understand why. Like, I'll talk about mental health all day. Like, I struggle with anxiety, depression. Like, I... But I had to handle my shit. See, I don't let it control me. I do the things to take care of it. I've never had the depression necessarily. I yeah. mean, maybe I have, but I didn't handle it the same way. Like for you, like you said you'd never done the alcoholic thing. I did. I yeah. did for like probably like three years. And mm-hmm. it got to the point where I had just started dating my husband and I was able to kill an entire bottle of vodka in 30 minutes. And I was fine. Yeah. Like I could kill the bottle by myself. Yeah. And I was fine. Um, and it was him kind of putting his foot down and I was like, oh, fuck. And I stopped. Yeah. I mean, now like I'll have my wine and stuff. Now you have a glass of wine and you're tipsy. Literally. Like I had like this much yeah, wine that was last funny. night and I was like, whoa. Oh, last night. That was funny. That time we recorded though. And you're like a little bit of wine and you're all. Yeah. Like I don't. But then I made you check it though. Right. So. Um, you know, I, I never went to a rehab or did right. anything like that, which I don't know. I just didn't. Yeah. Some people need that. Some people don't. Right. Just he do t- what you need. Well, yeah. he told me that it was this or that. So I was like, mm, fuck you. I'll just stop. Yeah. So I stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, same with him. He used to smoke two packs of cigarettes a day. And when I noticed, I was like, mm, nope, this is, it's this or that. Yeah. And he threw his pack out the window and he never touched it again. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Um, so some people can do that. Mm-hmm. Some people can't. And it's okay if you fucking can't. Yeah. It like, doesn't make you no. any less of Fuck no. person. It doesn't make you weak. Nothing. Like, no. it's, you're just I'll different. Think, I'll think less of you if you don't handle your shit. I don't right. care how you handle your shit. Yeah, exactly. Just fucking handle just your shit. handle it. Right. Um, but, yeah, if you're fucking stressed, if you have anxiety, if you're having suicidal thoughts, if you're whatever the situation is, talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't... And, one of the hardest things, at least for me, is when people have talked to me and it's gotten to the point where I've had to be like, okay, well, why don't we like consider maybe rehab centers or getting like, I can only do so much by talking to you. I'm yeah. not a professional. So like, let's take the next step. And I've had a few people get really fucking mad at me mm-hmm. because they're not ready for that. Um, I've had a couple people check into rehab. So it just, it just depends, but it's yeah. always, I don't know. It's better to talk to people well, about it's it. It's better to have the talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you would rather have the talk and it may not turn out the way you want than not have the talk and something like this happens. <sighs> and then, you know, you could have at least tried and didn't. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be that person. No. Right. That would haunt me for like yeah. my whole fucking life. Yeah. It's all rough. Holy I just, shit. I just, I never have been able to understand people's need to pretend like everything's perfect yeah like they're like 
they feel like if they show this certain side of them, they'll be weak or considered right. weaker. Right. Not as strong. Like it doesn't, my, to me, weakness is when you ignore your mm-hmm. shit and just like let it go. Mm-hmm. Strength is acknowledging it and handling it. Yeah, strength is dealing with it and rising above it and still coming out on top. Yeah, like everyone goes through shit, but that's how you succeed is you overcome the shit. You don't just let it sink or you just don't let it bury you, I mean. Right. Well, which is why like it really bothers me when people are like, oh, your your life's this and your life's that. And I'm like, oh my fuck, like you have no idea what it took to get to this point. Or even behind the scenes, like everything, everyone, like relationships, Everyone, every relationship fights and argues. Yeah. So then people are all looking at, like, you and Casey on Facebook, most of the time people are probably like, oh, their relationship's perfect, but that's why it's good that you even post the things like, well, we're fighting, we're human beings, mm-hmm. but we're still good. I mean, I, I am incredibly lucky in the fact that, like, him and I don't fight often. Right. We it's just not like don't. Yeah. Um, when we do, they're not great. Mm -hmm. obviously they're not great because it hurts because you love that person right um but no we've never been that couple that's really big at fighting yeah it's not my thing um it's not his thing right he's like you he's an aries he blows up and then he's once it's out it's done it's done yeah then we just let it go Um, right right see i'm a sagittarius and i'm like listen i'm gonna plan your murder for three days straight Mm -hmm. you're welcome probably not gonna do it but i'm still gonna plan it keyword probably (laughs) (laughs) um me whatever i guess i should do my story sorry we've oh, yeah, been we got way off topic mental there, health for this i guess situation. it was an off topic but yeah oh for the love of god okay well <sighs> i am going to do the other half of notre dame oh right mm-hmm. well this is an episode right <laughs> you're like duh it is <laughs> oh boy um so we're totally gonna have to warn everybody when this episode comes out like it's not a lighter one like normal no. it's a little darker or heavier it's a little darker we're talking about a little bit more serious things yeah um but it's good to see a serious side of us every once in a while i'm really angry that we recorded this at seven in the morning because i can't drink my coffee with wine in it well i mean you could but that's good luck at the gym you're all tipsy Oh, fuck. I mean, it might make the gym a little more. Forgot about the gym. Fun. Whatever, I'll fall off the stairs. Um, okay, <laughs> so let's do this. So one of the early Notre Dame ghost stories is from the 12th century. Um, the construction begun, like I said last episode, in 1163 and wasn't completed until 1345. And it involves a locksmith who was hired to make the locks on all the doors of the whole cathedral. Oh, jeez. And other lockable things in the cathedral, such as like boxes or yeah just just any yeah anything that could be locked and should be locked he was in charge of putting the locks on okay my mind just goes so many fucking places like that's a lot yeah it's huge yeah so that was obviously a major job for the most powerful organization in europe okay so the poor locksmith was obviously under insane amounts of pressure so legend has it that he asked the devil for help (gasps) and the demon agreed no you asked for a demon's help to build the cathedral. <laughs> to or do to, the locks I mean, build, on the cathedral. The, what? What? Yeah. I can't. I can't. The job was completed, but the locksmith died a few days later, and his <sighs> ghost has often been seen wandering the grounds. Fuck no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, that's one of them. There, yeah, there's a couple just like, huh? And this is the start. <laughs> yeah. So there's a similar story that lines up in the 13th century that involves a young blacksmith named... Mm-hmm. It looks like biscotti, okay? Just go but with it's it. not. It's biscornet. 
which obviously huh? doesn't look like biscotti, but well, still, that that's what it made me think of. Nesquik is what it was. <laughs> You're Nesquik enough? Cool. So like his name was Biscotti Nesquik, and he was hired <laughs> to decorate the side doors of the cathedral. So obviously another big fucking job. Fearing that he would fail, he also was said to have cut a deal with the devil. No! What the fuck? Mm-hmm. What? What are... I don't what? know. What? <sighs> I'm stressed. Who completed the project in exchange for his soul. Oh, as you do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. When the doors were unveiled, they were stuck shut. <laughs> okay? Someone, in parentheses, it says probably a priest, came up with the idea of sprinkling them in holy water... Which freed the doors and freed the blacksmith from his satanic compact. So the doors um, became known as the cursed doors. Oh, fuck me. So I tried to find out which doors those were in the cathedral. So if people went in, they could like take a picture by the cursed doors. But I couldn't find anything on the specific doors. That just gave me anxiety. I'll just take a picture by all of them. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> there's a lot of doors. Right. Right up until you see the picture and there's like this hand coming through. Yeah. And then I just run around and start like screaming terrified for my you. life. Like, it's fine. Where someone's taking the pictures, they're like. Yeah. Fuck You see their that. face. Fuck that. Fuck that all the way off. Yeah. No. Like that's, just because I see run. things doesn't mean I'm okay with like. Them being right, right there. Right in front of my face. Well, my, I always hate when they're like behind me. Like right behind my, they're behind always behind like my that. left side. I can. I tell. hate it. I fucking hate it. Like, I'm not. Oh, it's, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm freaking out. This episode. Uh, this one's something. So, a famous Notre Dame ghost story involves a woman who came to visit the cathedral in 1882. She made a request to climb one of the towers for what? whatever fucking weird reason. Listen, do less. That's a lot of cardio. A high point, both literally and figuratively, when visiting. I see what they did there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've, like, edited different parts, but I missed that part. <laughs> she was turned down by the guards because, uh, fucking, again, duh. duh. According to the local tale, though, she found an, oh, no. She <laughs> found an elderly woman to what? accompany her. What? 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 What do you mean? What? What? This is so bad. Okay. She found an elderly woman to accompany her. When they reached the top, she revealed the reason for the climb as she threw herself over the railing and was impaled on spikes on the main floor. Oh my fucking God. Right. She took an old lady up there to watch her kill herself? Yep. This poor old lady. Like, I'm (laughs) not... Leave your, I mean, leave poor lady who killed Grandma herself. Grandma Essel the fuck alone. Why does Grandma have to watch? I don't know. She's an asshole. Oh my like, god. Take her closer to heaven to remind her she's close to that and then kill yourself to right. just remind fuck her of that. death. Exactly. Like, you're a fucking cunt. Cunt less. For real, this whole episode is a cunt less episode. Her ghost was often witnessed near the tower's gargoyles or wandering around one of the top towers. A modern addition to the female ghost of the Notre Dame is the Maria Antoinette. Okay. Rive, Rivis, my little, 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 a whole lot of names I can't say. Castellonas. Right. Remember how I told you that she killed herself? Like she shot herself at the altar with her lover's gun? Yes. So supposedly, yes. Um, this is her. She, she was a writer, a feminist, and an arts patron who was scorned by a lover in Paris and shot herself at the altar of the cathedral. On the male spirit side? Huh? Louis Vi- 
wrong. I wish you guys could see our facial express our facial expressions because either one of us we make some gold gold faces. I know we do. <laughs> gold faces. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> so Louis Vernier, a longtime organist there, fulfilled his lifelong wish in 1937 when he died while playing the cathedral organ near the end of his 750 his 1750th. Oh my god. Near the end of his 1750th concert. Wow. Listen, that's a lot yeah. of organ playing. With any church as old as Notre Dame, <clears throat> there are plenty of sightings of priests, monks, bishops, popes, and other religious figures. The church has also hosted a lot of different things from weddings, funerals, from leaders to Henry VIII. He was crowned the King of France there, Mary Queen of Scots, um, Francis, Francis II. The coronation of Napoleon and Josephine were held there. The funeral of Charles... You guys, your names, change them. <laughs> um, was held there and some of those other famous figures. Um, so if anyone deserves to be there, it's the ghost of Victor Hugo. He was the author of Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm. So those are just a couple of the things. I really, if anybody knows which ones are supposedly these fucking cursed doors, yeah, let me know. Yeah, we're still on the course. Cursed doors, I want to know too. Yeah, I just, I just want to know. I do too. I really. So do. now we're gonna jump over to the gargoyles. So when the fire broke out in Paris, this last little bit. It was brought to the attention of the public, and of course, people like me caught onto it and wanted to know what the fuck that the gargoyles and the apostles were moved from the cathedral for the first time ever since being placed there. Hmm. Now, gargoyles are supposed to ward off evil and keep evil away. Right. So, there's a theory floating around that you removed the gargoyles and the darkness or the adversary was able to do something. So they removed the gargoyles and then the fire happened? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. When they removed, the gargoyles had never been removed since being placed. Yeah. So once the gargoyles were removed and the renovation started, the fire broke out. What the fuck? Yeah, so one of the yeah, theories... I guess I don't really know much about it, about what happened then, because yeah. I had no idea of that. Yeah, so the gargoyles over time were given to the cathedral, and I'll, I go into as to, like, why they were there, but, yeah, so one of the theories floating around is that once they were removed, they were... Gargoyles are specific to warding off evil. They're right. supposed to keep evil away. They're supposed to scare away evil. That's why a lot of them look rather terrifying. Scary, yeah. They're supposed to keep bad shit away. And they were removed. And then within a certain amount of time, the fire broke out, which would be... Holy fucking fuck. Yeah, they're supposed to keep away demons and evil spirits and all different kinds of things like that. They were taken down. And this is... I'm not saying that that's what happened, but listen, that's what happened. So... (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm pretty convinced. Well, everybody's always weird about, like, things holding power or whatever. But the thing is, is that that goes straight back to... Um, the power of thought and projection of energy. Intention, if yeah. people think that those items hold that power, mm-hmm. thousands of people think that, which mm-hmm. means there's thousands of people putting energy into one line of thought. Right. Right. So that in turn 
attracts that energy and that power. Right. That's like, that's why people have prayer circles to focus their energy on one thing for someone healing. And it works so much better Mm -hmm. when there's so many more people. So if something like that was taken down and removed that for literal centuries Mm -hmm. has been a pivotal point for protection protection, and then they take it down, what in the motherfuck are you doing? Like, I don't even understand. Mm. Well, and we know, like we talked about last time, and we already know anyways, most of us, that everything is made of energy. So, of course, if our bodies and this fucking couch is made of energy, you don't think our thoughts are? Oh, 100%. So, if you're projecting your thoughts at one thing, like you just accept, like, mm-hmm. like you just explained that is like Duh. nothing else makes sense besides we know, like it's science that everything's energy. Mm-hmm. Like that's a fucking fact. Bitch, it's science. You shouldn't have removed the gargoyles. Yeah. End of discussion. <laughs> okay. So, medieval sculptures... <clears throat> to understand them, you have to understand the imagery in medieval um, person's power and beliefs in God. So the cathedral was a manifestation of people's faith. And the cathedral was the most beautiful structure on earth. And I mean, you're not wrong. The cathedral's yeah. fucking gorgeous. Yeah. So it's believed that the Catholic Church originally used gargoyles as statues and representations for people that weren't literate like they couldn't read or write and they had a lot of pagans that were converting Mm. and unfortunately a lot of pagans at the time were very illiterate yeah so their purpose in using the gargoyles was for a non-written and visual representation of warding off bad behavior Mm -hmm. and warding off evil spirits and so you could look up and see that like okay that's a no-no right so it was originally like a scare tactic And it was said that, like, they can see the evil that you're doing Mm -hmm. and you won't be allowed in. Stuff like that. Okay. So the frightening nature of the gargoyles was partly due to the medieval artist's responsibility to mound public behavior. Or, sorry, mold public behavior um, through intimidating images. The purpose was to frighten and to startle people amid their everyday lives if you were just wandering around and you looked up you were instantly reminded like be better <laughs> yeah okay these beasts were um oh my god words bro figure them out <laughs> these beasts were destined to be what's fucked up is like i write a lot of this and piece things together the way i want and then i go back and reread it and i'm like yeah you're a lot smarter when you don't talk <laughs> i do well, I, I spend like days on my notes mm-hmm. believe it or not believe it or not um yeah these beasts were destined to be clear and constant reminders that the devil and original sin exist alongside the beauty and splendor of the magnificent cathedral (sighs) okay there's a lot of breathing in this episode yeah i know so they were born from a mentality that understood the need for constant vigilance so St. Peter had said, be sober and watch because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, goeth about seeking whom he may devour. Which, um, hi, did you hear what I just said a minute ago? When they removed the gargoyles, I literally said the adversary came for the cathedral. Mm. St. Peter knew it was going to happen. I said, like, we're not wrong. Right. I'm not saying I'm a saint, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Saint-ish. <laughs> it's fine. Um... So then there's a French legend that sprang up around the name of St. Romanus. Romanos? I don't like it. 
it was said where is it multiple versions of the story were given either that saint romanus subdued the creature meaning the gargoyle with a crucifix or he captured the creature with the help of the only volunteer a condemned man in each the monster is led back and burned but its head and neck would be um would not burn due to being tempered by its own fire breath so like its throat and face wouldn't burn because it already breathed fire right the head was then mounted on the wall of a newly built church to scare off evil spirits and used for protection so according to that that's where a lot of that came from so they were granted the right to set prisoners free on the day that the saint was carried in or whatever so like Mm -hmm. the gargoyle that they supposedly slayed like if you whatever what the fuck ever so there's been a lot of different things that have happened over the years with them like are they demons there's an old jade question oh wow (laughs) are you sure you want to keep recording this early no oh fuck okay (laughs) there's an old age question that are gargoyles demons or do they represent the devil in some way after looking at several of the statues we can understand why people would think that they look like a demon and they do look terrifying to those that have seen one with body parts all mixed together from different animals and even body parts of things that look evil, right? But no, they're not demons. Holy Terror, a book by the name, tells us that gargoyles are evil or demonic in some way. At first look, it would absolutely seem so. Um, it's likely that the frightening nature of the gargoyles was partly due to the medieval artist's responsibility to help mold the public's behavior, which, mm-hmm. yeah, that's exactly why they fucking look scary as shit. Right. Okay. They were obviously an overly dramatic tool to keep the masses under control. Overly dramatic? I can relate. Yeah, I would do the same thing. If you, for five fucking seconds, think I'm not going to have gargoyles coming down my driveway when I move to Idaho, you're dead wrong. Um, I would expect nothing it's less. It's going to be so great. Like, <laughs> you will have all the witchy things and yeah, all the gargoyles so and all... <laughs> I love it. I can't wait. Um, so, the cathedral has... Now, I think this number is wrong. Oh, um, but it says that the Notre Dame has no less than 5,000 different gargoyles. Because you have to keep in mind, gargoyles like, aren't just the statues that we see. Those are also referred to as yeah. grotesques. Uh-huh. So the gargoyles are actually the spouts that stick out of the cathedral mm. that water comes out of. Because the term gargoyle actually translates into basically gargle, mm. which is the sound they make when water shoots through them. Right. So that's the original term of gargoyle. And then these other ones are referred to as grotesques and different things like that. And there's a combination of different things used. There's a lot of um, Chinese looking stuff Mm -hmm. that's used for them. There's, yeah, there's a lot of different things. But no, they are not demonic. And their actual intent is to ward off evil Mm -hmm. like they're supposed to be scary enough to scare the scary things right is basically what it is yeah so a couple interesting facts about gargoyles is they're always found on the exterior of a building not on the interior Mm -hmm. so if you like i mean little gargoyle statues i could understand having in somebody's house just because they're cool but if you ever see like a statue statue in somebody's house they're doing it wrong you're like you should probably move that out well you're well it's supposed to be outside because you don't want the evil spirit to get in the house and then see then the gargoyle. See, yeah. You want it to you be outside to so that it doesn't get anywhere right. inside. Like, so put it at the edge of your property. They won't even be on your property. Yeah. Like, 
at corner points. Yeah. Because smart. Exactly. Um, another one is they are hand carved from a single block of stone. Half of the block is hidden in the building mm-hmm. um, as a counterweight so that they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Which would suck ass. Well, can you imagine? Like, f- mm-hmm. that would fucking. So they're not normally any lower than 30 feet from the ground. Exactly. My they're, point. Like, fucking Well, hey. they're up so that they can see what's coming from above and what's exactly. coming from below. Mm-hmm. And they're mostly always on the outer points mm-hmm. of the building. Right. Which I explained why. They're almost always on the wall where there is glass or stained glass. Because if you research into evil spirits and demonology and different things like that, mm-hmm. a lot of negative energies come through glass and or mirrors mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yep. Almost, oh, a little, around most windows and at the top of the arches on cathedrals, they'll be found at the top of arches. Most gargoyles are too high up in the air. To actually be seen from the ground so a lot of people aren't even aware of how many gargoyles are up on the cathedral mm-hmm. so i mean they're very well i don't think there's five thousand but they're very well maybe a fuckload um some gargoyles are so secluded that unless you climb out of a window and around on top of the roof you won't see it well so i mean i guess there could be someone needs to fly like uh, um, Huh? A drone up there would have been cool. Oh, yeah. That's how you end up in jail. <laughs> um, I mean, as long as I'm not the one doing it, okay. True. <laughs> so, gargoyles have found their way onto different buildings throughout the centuries as forms of protection. They're on the Tower of Big Ben, mm-hmm. um, Britain's House of Parliament, the Chrysler Building, the National Cathedral in D.C., Grace Cathedral, and a shitload more that I didn't feel like listing. Right. They are more often found <laughs> in clusters. Okay, yeah. They're not usually left alone in isolation, even if it's, like, a grotesque or a gargoyle and then, like, another statue of, like, an overseeing raven or hawk or bird or something watching the gargoyle. It's not common for them to be found just alone as one individual statue. Okay. Not all gargoyles were animals. Some were um, designed around people. Yeah. And they are now, at this point, considered to be national historic treasures. I bet. Yeah, fuck yeah. So, that's cool. You guys listen. I'm entirely done with this episode. Yeah, it's a lot. Wait, I want to give a quick shout out to my good friend Gabby who said that she will help us do um, merch, all the merchandise. So, we we love Gabby. Yeah, she's been one of my really good friends forever. I love this girl to death. She's cute. She is. She just got caught up on our podcast and she writes me and she's like, like she'll have like little notes all of them. Like, oh, you guys are fucking hilarious. Yeah, she loves she the King Coven episode. Yeah, she messaged me once. I don't remember exactly what she said, but she messaged me and I was like, Thanks. she's so cute. She's an amazing friend. I'm just overwhelmed with the amount of people who are willing to help with mm-hmm. anything that they can as right? all this stuff unfolds. So that's really cool. Yeah. So but, yeah, so we'll do a night and we'll go get some vinyl and we'll go have drink some wine, hang out with her and her fiance. You'll love her girlfriend or fiance. She's awesome. Her name is Ashley. She's mm-hmm. awesome too. It's so fun over there. Okay. So yeah, we'll do that. Down. We'll get some merch made. Yay! Cool. All right, I'm gonna tell you guys to stage that shit. <sighs> Save our souls. 